Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kinks. Uh, before we get into tonight's episode, I want to remind everyone that you can follow us on that social media at Dinks with Kinks. Uh, the links are down below in the description. You can just click them and you can reach out and talk to us there. We enjoy being talked to. Come talk to us. Uh, I am one of your hosts, uh, John Dondero, and with me, as always, the very sultry Miss Rebecca. Hello. Of the man with the most soothing voice in the absolute planet, Mr. Shep. Good evening, I guess. <laughs> wow. Most soothing That's... voice. Wow, really. You do. You do you have a very soothing, soothing voice. voice. Are you saying I put people to sleep by talking to them? No, wow. that's not what soothing that's... is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Just go right there. So, uh, <laughs> hey guys, it's good to be back. Hi. Yeah, Hi. we had a little break. We did. We're back. We did. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Did it was almost all... like, you know. I mean, break from this, but there was still well, we had a, a lot of, of all of our kink talks. <laughs> it was always kink talks. Was well, that's what really we do. <laughs> when, when you're good, when you're good at kink talk, you talk kink. That's how you do it. And I think we did an amazing job uh, of the past last couple of weeks. So let's hope we can kind of travel back in time to, you know, a mm. better year, um, and, and better kind puns. of get back where it's at. Um, listen, I'm not punning tonight. The good old days. Uh, the good old days. Tonight we are talking about the 1950s aesthetic kink, and this is this is a big one. Um, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with what, like the, the the movie quality version of like the 1950s. Like if you think back mm -hmm. to the TV, and this is absolutely this kink actually falls in like you know we've talked in the past about kinks that like develop because of media. Mm -hmm. I think this is definitely a kink that is media driven. I mean, because I think a lot of this kink doesn't have to do with the actual 1950s, but how it was portrayed in media. Oh, absolutely. Like it looks better. Like the good old, it looks better on screen than it actually mm -hmm. was. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, just like when we talked about like the med medieval torture devices episode, no one actually wants to be tortured like they did in the medieval times because uh, because most no of the time one. that led to death that that most of the time that led to death i mean the 50s the 50s was this like like andy griffith days or leave it to beaver uh, mary to tyler moore the dick van dyke mary show mary tyler moore was right on the late 50s cuz she went into the 60s yeah. Yeah, so I'm thinking more like the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, even I, then they were... A bewitched? Bewitched? Bewitched. Oh, wow. <laughs> I Dream of Jeannie. Oh, I Dream of Jeannie. She's so hot. I should have known I was bisexual then. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, Every time she just wiggled that nose, she had to go on. Huh? And that... Mm, yeah. <laughs> no, that was... That was bewitched was wig wiggles... wiggles. Yes. Bewitched was the nose wiggling. Uh, oh. I Dream of Genie was the blink nod. 
Oh yes, blink nod. Arms, the hair arms crossed, blink nod. But like you she know. said, yes, master. I should have known. No, she yep. did. I should have known. So, um, I think that's where a lot of this kink like stems from is just that nostalgic feeling and both like the attire of the uh, thing is like all women always wore dresses or skirts and like they were always I wouldn't say like like summer dresses they're mm-hmm. they're actually coming real popular again but that was very much a 1950s aesthetic mm-hmm. of like yes, you know men really got off on seeing those ankles mm-hmm. I mean no I mean they really did and there is like, we're, we're going to talk about the darker aspects of it uh, tonight as well. Like, you know, just the whole like the servitude style of like subdom relationship of stuff like that. But as something I found that's quite the shocker is most of the people I have met and talked to that have this fetish are female. Now, I am not saying I have not met a male with this fetish, but I have met quite a lot. And even looking on uh, FetLife, the majority of people who have this kink are female. I can see that, though. Yeah. I could, too, because it's almost like um, a transformation fetish. And because the 1950s did have their own quite specific style of dress back then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't even think it's just all about the aesthetic, because this is... and. And the reason I say that's so shocking, because when you think about the 1950s and you think about the equality of like women had no place there, there was there, there's opens the door for a lot of like uh, masculine toxic, um, toxic masculinity, male chauvinistness and stuff like that. And so you're like, why would a woman want to be in there? But I'm like, no, but the fantasy of it, I can get. It's like, it's I just, think it's it might just, be a little bit more than that. Um, I can, uh, cause I like the aesthetic. I, it's not a kink or fetish for me, but I do like the aesthetic. I, I do like the forties, fifties aesthetic and it's only because it's very feminine and in a world that pushes and it's a very pretty, it's so pretty and it makes you feel pretty and oh, like beautiful skin, perfect hair, the dress that fits you and makes you feel just so feminine. And there's something about, and this can, and it's not just, you know, you know, those who, I mean, it's just anybody who identifies as female, like that aesthetic for me as a female, like would make, it makes me feel pretty. And then it makes me feel sexy because I feel pretty and it's a mental thing when everything's perfect everything's pretty and I can get how that can be a fetish and turn somebody on you know oh absolutely and the more I looked into it and I've I've talked to a couple people with this fetish um and you know when you when you think about that like the man is in charge he has a say and like and the subdom relationship that wasn't the case women were the boss like in in that like fantasy thing because they ran the household it was their job to make sure food was taken care of like they were in charge of taking care of everyone it was like they were very big caregivers 
in that aspect. So there's there's this whole element that you don't think about as far as like what the aspect was is like I am in charge of making sure everyone's taken care of. And so it kind of feeds that nurturing side of the king. Like I want to be it's not so much I want to be subservient, but I want my you know servitude to be purposeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like back you know back then with the way society was and everything else, their primary um, goals there were revolving around being the homemaker and mm-hmm. such like that. And trust me, as someone who has been a homemaker, that's no small task. There's a lot of work that goes into maintaining a home solely by yourself. Yes, we learned many things from Mr. Mom. Good movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've I've played Mr. Mom before, and it is a, it is an entirely large amount of work, but to a degree, I can get the satisfaction from it. Like I I got I was satisfied doing it. When you have a good day, and everything's taken care of. You're like, fuck yeah, I did. I don't that. know. I mean, I've seen your other podcasts. So some of those nights when the makeup was really good, you could, put, you could pull off the Mrs. Mom too. Yeah, I could. Well, Mr. Miss, I'm gonna, something like that. I'm going to go a little historical here where we're tying mm-hmm. it in on the media. Actually, what we see as the 50s household, the Leave it to Beavers, the, the, the perfect female nurturing the woman's places in the home is actually very media driven because after World War II, women were working and then they had to return home. And it was very... Some women didn't want to go back home. They didn't want, they wanted to work. They had a sense of purpose. So in the media and advertising itself, they pushed having the satisfaction of having a good, a clean house and a happy husband and looking pretty. And so that's media driven back then is affecting how we see it now. And so that's where this sort of, fetish bread from is is that 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 whole movement in in that so i okay so i can actually see <laughs> that history fact for you yeah and you know <laughs> and in some respects though it's almost like the even though those were inevitably the bad times and uh, overall bad experiences and such for women a limiting period the fact that the the newer generations didn't go through it, they they don't label or don't associate a lot of that reality of that negative reality with it. They just take what they want out of it. Just like well, when we did our medieval stuff, they were torture devices. There was nothing good about them, but in this day and age, they're fun torture devices. We made them good, and you know what? I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah. It's like it almost romanticizes that. And I think a lot of that, I'm, I'm all for that because it does take away a lot of the – it robs it of its pain, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, um, And because that kind of baffled me when we first started talking about like the 1950s and all that and I started looking into it and even before then that I honestly thought this is would be a more male-driven fantasy. And it's not. It's like it's a fantasy of like being in control. Because, like I said, you know, we live in a now uh, in a world where we're ever changing, and women have more uh, responsibility and equality, you know, than ever before. We're still not one hundred percent there, but we're getting there. <laughs> we're <And> trying. 
I mean, like I said, I can understand the 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 want of just like I know I could do this, and I get great satisfaction, and it's just like it's just like reading, you know, uh, what is it? like any type of romance novel. A lot of times they take place in like the Earl of Duke and Duke of this and Cowboy that and Amish this, and I work in a library, so I, I see it all. And these are these are these are typically stories of like horrible times for women, mm-hmm. but they are told in such a romantic filter. And I was like, okay, I see the appeal because like you're taking all the negative connotations out and just keeping mm-hmm. the good stuff. And I love that. I'm like, okay, yeah, hundred percent for that. Bring me mart- my my martini after work, and then watch me get really drunk because I can't handle my liquor, and then you have to feed me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, take care of the laundry take care of the household because those are uh, challenges that can be you know can be accomplished and you can get almost immediate gratification because if your partner is doing it well they will make you feel good for doing it like I think this kink is very heavy reliant on praise because to do it properly you know you because when you when you really think about it, it's like, oh, you just want to control a woman. It's like, no, you praise the woman for taking such immaculate care of everything. And you're honestly, that's, you know, your partner. And like I said, even if you're role reversing, no matter the gender, but you're, you're praising your partner for taking care of the responsibilities at home and like, you know, giving me a safe and comfortable environment to be in. And that's how I look at it as a partner. Yeah, and maybe this could also be something of um, a very structured fetish as well. So it's it's already in its simplicity is already laid out of how things look and how things put to act and the roles and everything else. So for those people that have very maybe chaotic and and just um, you know all of our lives that just would like nothing to have some good structure and everything else maybe that could be another draw type this this type of fetish as well well a few weeks back we did talk about the discipline king yes and i think this is definitely a fetish that falls heavy into discipline king because you have a structure you have you know guidelines that you have to follow like Depending on what level you're doing it, like the appear your appearance, the state of the household, how you treat uh, your partner, and stuff like that is it's kind of laid out in like it's almost themed discipline. It's like we're gonna do the discipline kink, but we're gonna put a fifties theme in it. It's like a fifties diner, <laughs> it's like, only with kink. It's like a party. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, it is. If if you look back at like the nostalgia, people did fifties style diners. That's what it is. This is just kink style, you know, 50 style kink. I also think it hits. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, you you, go ahead. (laughs) I think it sort of hits on the, um, the happy times 
Um, you know how we were talking about, um, you know, how people, puppy plays become a bit more because people are needing more of that happy in their life. Um, mm-hmm. Like in history, uh, we were, you know, coming out of the war and the 50s is that good time where we were prosperous and people had, ex- you know, everything was a little bit happier. People were happier, you know, teenagers. And so that whole era is romanticized as the happy times, the golden era, that that time where everyone was happy and everything was beautiful and sleek and everything was bright pastel colors. And it really is reaching into that need to feel happy and the good times, just like in building a happy home, like being that satisfaction, building that happy home and, and finding that as, you know, attractive and appealing, you know? Absolutely. And the more I looked into the skink, the more I'm kind of into the idea of it. Because like Mm -hmm. I said, I'm not, you know, you you look at everything through rose, you know, rose colored glasses and everything sounds beautiful. But then when you look at the harsh realities behind you, oh, I don't know. Or the reasons you want to go into it, because there's there are absolutely wrong ways of doing this kink is coming into it with the male chauvinist act, you know, activity of like. Women should have no, you know, um, control. Women should have no responsibility. So like that. That's 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 not what this kink is about. This kink is about, you know, a loving couple. Like, and typically this is how you do it. You be a couple, and creating that TV quality lifestyle mm-hmm. with each other. It's it's mutual, in respect of like even in the shows. If the you know the wife you know, wagged her finger, you know, the, the husband would go, oh, oh, and it was very playful. And it was, you know, it was kind of very much one division, very one division where it was <laughs> episode one of one division, which if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's great. It's on Disney plus, but it was making fun of those 50 styles television shows. And yeah, there was, there was almost this camaraderie, of I will take care of the outside stuff, you take care of the inside stuff, and we're going to meet in the middle, and we're going to be happy about it. Mm-hmm. And Make that's how babies. I, And when you think about it like that, it, it does. It sounds like a magical kink. It sounds like just very comfortable, safe environment for both parties because you know you mm-hmm. get to feel. You're taking care of somebody. I get as as somebody who's like would typically be the dom in that situation. I feel safe. It feels like almost a safe, inviting environment. That the only thing I have to worry about is coming in and making sure that I give you the appropriate credit and praise for the work that you have done. As long so as there when is... she offers the after dinner drink, it's shaken, not stirred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. <laughs> But I mean, there is that, that that does sound appealing. I mean, it's I wouldn't say this is my kink, but I can fully understand just where that comes from because it does sound magical. Mm-hmm. It's it's very appealing on on the the aspect of. Just that building that safe and happy environment, you know, mm-hmm. and a happy home. 
I mean, I can, I'm not going to lie. Just the thought of like thigh high stockings with a garter and some nice kitten heels. I mean, that's sort of cute. Like, yeah. I was oh, yeah. thinking about that. I was like, wasn't that a generation of hosiery there for you, John? Yeah, because because hose, uh, hose, she... you weren't you weren't allowed to have hose <laughs> mm-hmm. during the war. So then, yes, that was a big like, oh, look, that some stockings are back, guys. Yeah. yeah. Stockings came back. Boomer. I mean. I mean, I'm going to say I was more of a 1960s kind of kid because, you know, that's when pantyhose came around. But it was nice. The 50s was a good footing start. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah. They got the garter belts and stuff back then, right? I think. I, yeah. I'd bend over yeah, and, and get the pot roast out of the oven if you were checking out my ass and some hose and heels. I mean, you know what? I'll exactly. You know, yeah. You know. <laughs> I, I think this, this is uh, one of those kinks where – if both you and your partner are on the same wavelength when it comes to it, this is a great make-believe. This is this is one of those aspects where you get to play not only dress up, and it's not just all sexual. It's There is this big level of make-believe and fantasy that can go outside of the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I, I no, I, I love stuff like that. Like it just I just imagine a whole day of role play where it ends at the end and that's when you have sex it's not like a whole day of just raw sex it's just a whole day of cheeky playfulness but it could and make be. believe but it's i not, mean it could but be. it could be but you can't do that stuff and you can't do that stuff in the living room you can only make cute innuendos like that's that's that was part of the game of like the 1950s is there's innuendo about all of it but it wasn't like this it, you know, it wasn't like, you know, flogging or bondage where you did all that stuff just wherever you wanted to. It was, it was very tongue-in-cheek, and it was very, like, playful Simple. banter. And literally, it's okay to ask out in public, hey, can the beaver come out and play? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leave it to beaver. Um, <laughs> if I left it to beaver, I'd never leave my room. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But I, I, I kind of like that. I, I kind of like, I like that too. The idea, oh, that idea of doing a kink that is so wholesome that that's like such a wholesome thing, and you both know where it's leading, and you, if you're both on the same wavelength, that that's a good connection. I think mm-hmm. like that's that's why I'm really big on this because this is one of those kinks. If it's done right, it definitely builds like bonding between the two because you're both having fun doing something and it's one of those things you can do it in front of everybody and no one you know everyone's just like oh they're so cute in reality you're like oh we're gonna fuck each other's brains out later (laughs) oh man we're gonna push our two beds together because we sleep in separate beds and we're gonna push them together and then push them together and then we're both gonna go under the cover and the TV is going to fade out. It's going to, the scene's going to fade to black. There it is. <laughs> and that's how the night ends. And I'm all about that. Like I'm, or I'm can, just can so into nice that. Sanford and Son music. That was seventies. Very seventies. Twenty years, little twenty years too soon. Uh, no, I just I like it. I, I think too I, soon there too, but those are some happy days. Let's see here, good times. No, no. man, no, very dig I'm on my TV references. I've I've got a trip over the um I've got a trip over the Ottoman. 
and you know, have my boss over for dinner. Stuff like that. That's also the era of James Dean and um when Brando got his start, like mm-hmm. we're the bad boy in the tight t shirt and the, that's when teenagers and so you have that you know the t-shirt actually started to come in fashion so you have the tight jeans <laughs> denim for men started coming in fashion so it's like the white tee with the jeans and the cigarettes rolled up in the sleeve oh, wow. <laughs> i was about to say i played that character in a film uh if you guys if you guys listen to the podcast and you want to go watch a good comedy there's a film on amazon prime called the devil's lettuce and I play a 1950s greaser, rolled up cigarette, and you know, pack of cigarettes rolled up, and I am I am a drug dealer, and I've got the tight jeans, the white t-shirt, with the cigarette pack rolled up, with the hair slicked back, with my whole little posse, and it is it is set in the 1950s, and it is wholesomely adult fun. It is it is very the- dark comedy play comes in like the mm-hmm. the rebel you know the rebel with the heart of gold and the good girl getting like getting spoiled by the bad boy like that that's also very appealing you know like that's that's fun to play too it's not always the 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 50s married couple you can have that that also fun where it's like rebel without a cause yeah, how about you roll some of the cigarettes in the sleeve and see what happens? <laughs> how could you be a rebel without a cause? Because to rebel, you have to have a cause to rebel against. That's the whole point of the title. <gasps> ah. What? All right, all right. So we, we, I think we, I think we've done this topic really good justice. Now I kind of want to know. Is this a kink that you would do with your partner? Because that's the one thing we haven't talked about. I know, like, we talked about, like, the, the benefits of it and stuff like that. But is this something that you would actually do in your uh, day-to-day, like, life? Because, like I said, this is not, like, this is not a kink that you could possibly do, like, any justice and do it less than, like, a day or, like, a couple hours. Like, this is a whole um... play session. I mean, to be honest, not particularly. Uh, I can see the appeal, and I like the uh, the aesthetic. I would definitely dress in the aesthetic, but I think as a kink, as a sexual thing, probably not. Um, just, I think it, it's more fun to play, but not and ever end up being sexy time, you know? Um just i think it's cute <laughs> but no probably not <laughs> what about you mr ship i mean can i bring you a martini in my poodle skirt no 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 okay no. all right well, worth a shot i mean we you know we did um we did you can bring me a martini in a poodle skirt why why, why can't you bring why can't you bring it to me <laughs> i will i'll bring it to you Oh, okay. I mean, I realized I, mean, I was really pulled in by the whole um, Rebecca and that style of clothing in the kitchen with the apron on thing for a minute, for a few moments now. <laughs> but um, all in all, the um, like the roles and such back then, um, I just don't feel like they're they're 
that would be really me. All right, I'm, I'm gonna beat the odd man out because you know, like I said, I don't, I don't think I, mean, I, I think would ever ask if you know the partner wanted to and stuff like that. I would give it a shot. Yeah, the one that I would go after. I, I honestly say that if I mean, and again, this requires like you know, it's not something I would ask for, but if my partner was into it, I would, I would 100% lean into it. I'd have as much fun as we could with it, because like I said, I feel like this would be just silly fun. That was like, and I've always been really big on like innuendo. I mean, come on, you guys listen to this podcast. I pun all day long. <laughs> I am from the 1950s. Um, and I kind of just dig that whole, I, I did the whole aesthetic. I do love wearing a tie. I'll come home in my three piece suit from work to you in a dress, serving a drink and all that, and just play that whole day out. And I would love that. I think I'd have a lot of fun because I think it would be one of those things. It would just be silly fun because I'm one. I do love um, praise, mm-hmm. and I I I, lo- I love to be able to get dole out praise and stuff like that. And I think that's just that would be a lot of fun. You know, is it just me or do. is the more he keeps talking about it, the more like almost giddiness or being added to his I know. He's he's really so happy. I'm really I'm him talk about it because he sounds so happy. <laughs> right? I'm really giddy about it. It sounds silly fun. I'm wow. I am all about it. That's why I wasn't talking uh, about it. That's okay. why we were letting you talk up. about it because we were like, oh look he's so happy. <laughs> this 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 might be actually one of my kinks. Hmm. I like not so not so much a fetish, but like yeah, this this might be a king. I think your lit up face, you know, the rosy cheeks and the just hunching over with happiness. Yeah, I think I think you're I know us, it's, uh, I love it. It's the trick is I've always wanted to be Dick Van Dyke. That's it. Ah, uh, I see. Mm-hmm. You want to be? Always wanted to be Dick Van Dyke. Van Dyke, what? Absolutely, I want to be Dicked by Dyke. Okay, I'm a hundred. I'm Dicked by Van Dyke. I thought, but yes, that also works, I guess. I could be Dicked by a Dyke in a van. I'm okay with it. <laughs> as long as I don't know not, how any, I, I don't know I don't I was about to say, I don't know who's gonna give a damn a um dildo but it's cool we were talking about like, dikes <laughs> like the things that hold water back right 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 yeah yeah okay yeah. I mean cool you deal. said it, so I'm just going with it yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 you guys ready to spin that wheel always release the damn turn I hope on. I hope next week's subject makes me as giddy as this week's subject. I don't know. I hope so too. I, it's I got just a little scary there for a minute there. Light up like that. I was. They was just like, oh, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna let you keep talking. It's so cute. So. Oh, so no. next week, I don't think I'm gonna get as giddy about next week. Oh um, no. I might get a little weebish. Oh no. I might uh, be a little two dimensional about it. Oh, is it hentai? Yes and no. Yes <laughs> and no. We're going to talk about anime in general. Oh. And so, yeah, we will cover hentai as well. I mean, well we know because... what kind of anime she likes right off the bat, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> she didn't even uh, go yeah, anime. No. She, like, skipped right past anime. Like, yeah. Hentai? <laughs> hentai? Yeah, because um, hentai Tenor is, court? in fact... Hentai is a type of anime that is predominantly sexual, uh, but I want to I, I want to cover anime as a whole because there is a lot of kink that goes with just anime in general. That and is not the hentai. aesthetics of it too. And yeah. the aesthetic. I of mean, it too, isn't so. it like a 
a full society in Japan. <laughs> like Oh yeah. I mean even here and parks and everything. I mean I'm I'm not <laughs> gonna say that we are on a um that me and Mr. Becker are on another podcast with the words literal words weeb in the title, but we may be familiar with uh, a little bit of anime here or there. Just a little and Shep and Shep, I've had an office next to you for the past six months. I know you're a fan of anime, too. I am? I mean, yes. it's been on my screen once or twice. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, yeah, I think I think next week's going to be a lot of fun. I want to be on y'all's screen. Oh, wait. You are. You are. <laughs> I know. That's... <laughs> <laughs> and like every week, we hopefully are in your ears uh, talking about another fantastic kink. Next week, we're going to cover the wonderful subject of anime and hentai. It's going to be fun. Uh, I've seen enough uh, hentai to know where this is going. I am your host, John Andera, and with me... Down Tentacle Lane. <laughs> with me, the man who never knows what decade he's in, Mr. Shep. Hmm. Accurate. Yeah, yeah. Accurate. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> and the woman who would never turn down a good tentacle, Miss Rebecca. It's the day of the tentacle. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, next week is the day of the tentacle. <laughs> good night. <laughs>